Welcome to Free Fall <laughs> RC Podcast. We are now. Okay, uh... Well, I was recording with the other stuff, but... Yeah. Alright, now. Yeah. Backup to your backup is recording? Yes. Well, the backup to the main... Alright, let's not get into it. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. I thought uh, we were going to we stop have... halfway. I thought you were joking around. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Do I have, have to do this over? No. Okay. Not if, not if it's going to be torture. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> and we have a guest host, Ethan Ader. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, man? Uh, this is episode number one hundred and one, listener series, volume four, with Ethan Ader. Um, so, as, as you can tell, I'm kind of losing my voice. <laughs> I have a sore throat, and it's definitely making me sound different. At least. I feel like I sound different. I don't know. No, you sound all right. You just sound uh, a little worn out. A little Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was yeah. wondering how you're going to say that, whether you're going to say 100 or 101 or 101. 101? Sorry. I don't yeah. know. 101? I was looking at it going 101. Jeez. I don't know. I'm in IT, so it's it's a 101 for me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, episode 101. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you just said it one way. Oh, forget it. <laughs> because you questioned it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. It's cool. It's uh yeah, so let's catch up with everyone. Um okay. everyone else go first because my voice is my throat's killing me. All right, you want, I'll guess I'll go first, huh? There you go. Yeah, go for it. All right. So what have I been up to? I uh was working on a few things, you know, Friday, Saturday. I woke up Sunday morning. We were getting ready. We were going to go to the, down in the field and fly. And I kind of brought up the iPad, and I just happened to be going through Facebook. I'm still, like, laying in bed going through Facebook. And I see, bing, RC After Hours is live. So I clicked on that, and I joined in the chat for, like, I don't know, 5, 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was really blown away. Like, it was just Chris Roncaglione and, and Andre, you know, on the TV. And... I was really blown away with like the fact that they're carrying on a conversation. It's live video. They're taking, you know, they're looking at the chat because Chris answered me at one point and he's actually using some little small TV screen to like cut back and forth between a close up on the TV, you know, a, a wide shop and then a close up on him. And I was yeah. like, wow, man, they got so much going on, you know. That was, mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. I was, I was really impressed cause I had never caught them. It's really hard for me to catch these guys when they're doing the, the video like the, like that and the FT community, cl- the community cast. Like I wanted to catch that this past Sunday with, with Fred and, and Nick, but I didn't get a chance. So Sunday nights are really tough for me. Right. But, right. um, but, I, but I was impressed. Uh, so those, those guys are doing a great job. So other than that, we flew on Sunday mm-hmm. and, uh, I brought, the Oxy, the 690, the Nitro, and the Sukhoi, and had some good flights with the Oxy. Uh, always enjoy that flying that thing, man. And I was, I was doing some, uh, pretty crazy stuff with that. Getting more comfortable linking stuff together. You saw it, Steve, right? Yep. Yeah. Which is something I really haven't been working on. It's just something that is starting to come more natural. Like I get out of doing this and I'm in this orientation and bang out that, you know type of thing exactly yep and you were throwing me some suggestions too which was pretty cool 
uh, you know, whipping around and then try TikToks and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I had some good flights on the 690. I tried to fly the Nitro. I had a little problem starting that. You, you guys were helping me, you and Tony, um, um, trying to get that thing started, man. And once I got it started, flew it for, I don't know, about three quarters of the tank before the tube came off the muffler and yeah. then led to me stripping the main gear like right out in oh. flight. And I had to bring that down and that, that I actually got down okay. Um, but not sure how the motor, you know, fared in that. I'm going to have to yeah. try firing that back up again. But I got to order some stuff for it. I, I haven't, I haven't placed an order yet. I got to get a, I gotta get a list together because I need the cups gone from, you know, the starter cup. And, uh, you know, the main gear obviously is gone. Yep. You should have another starter cup thing, I think. Um, yeah, I got to look through the parts. I looked real quick for a main gear and I was like, no, nah, I didn't see a main gear. Well, yeah. but. But yeah, and then I flew the Sequoia around a few times, had a good time with that until I crashed that. Um, but while I was, while I had that in the air, I was doing some inverted Harriers and, uh, that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. I was, I was having some fun with that plane. That plane's an, always a blast too, man. And that plane's in pieces every weekend usually. <laughs> and this weekend was no exception. It was in a lot of pieces. Yeah. And, you did a pretty good job on that one. Yeah. I was coming around to land. Now this battery pack I know was pretty pretty bad and i was coming around to bring it into land and uh one of the guys at at the club kind of like kind of stepped in, in in between me and the the plane i don't know if that caused it but i got i had nothing man and it just plowed right into the ground at like a 45 degree angle and yeah. uh yeah, i broke the nose off and uh the landing gear obviously and the the elevator popped out yeah, I, I I was uh so I recorded a video of that um of us walking up to the to the crash site um yeah and it it really took everything in me not to be like would you have a spectrum brown out <laughs> <laughs> nice I wanted to so badly but I was like nah 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 let's, I don't want to bash spectrum you know well but, really uh, <laughs> it might have been but I mean dude I how many flights so. have I had on that thing yeah like, yeah a, a ton of flights and mm-hmm. uh. No, I never had any problems. I think, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's some interference. Maybe the thing just crapped out. Maybe it's time for a new one. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah but it was Dave Crawford who posted mm-hmm. on Facebook, monkey see, monkey do. He did the exact same thing, except he flew into power lines. But his oh plane, <laughs> his plane looked identical. Like the nose is broken off. The wings are broken off. Even the elevator was broken in the same like spot. Right, right. It's, it seems like it's very common. Yeah. Even when I crash it, it's kind of the same thing. You break the nose at that weak spot in the front. Yeah. Your elevator comes off on the side that has the control horn always for some right. reason. Yep. <laughs> and the wings kind of pull apart a little, but yeah. So I got it back together like that night and it was pretty easy. You know, I had some foam tackling around and I used that. And what I did was I kind of used, I put, I kind of used that and then put the piece back together and then taped it in place with some like blue tape, painter's tape. And then what I did was I ran a, um, toothpick down through the brake and that seemed to really hold it really good so oh, okay. i'm, I'm kind of curious to see how that'll that'll hang out and you and your toothpicks and skewers <laughs> yeah no i was like you know it kind of makes sense pins, though you know pins. you always leave t-pins in your plane yep yeah well i've t-pinned and i've glued and pinned that uh landing gear i don't know how many times yeah Pff, i don't know i couldn't even count i know it's part of your cg now you have to have it on there <laughs> yeah yeah but man, I I had a good time. Uh, I didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of time at the field, maybe like four or five hours. But uh, it was it was a lot of fun, man. I had a good time. Not probably about four hours. I think we were there. Yeah, yeah, we were there. 
So how was your week, man? So yeah, flew on Sunday. Um, got to try to oxy through the new BK three thousand two servos with the three thousand five hundred tail. So before that, I had the Turnigy servos, which are great. You know, cheap. They do what they do. You know, I mean, they do strip when you crash them, but um, yeah. But yeah, so I figured let me try these BKs out. Um, I want to try it on the one of the helis that I'm the most abusive on, <laughs> which is the Oxy Three. Yeah. So. Um, but it held up great, you know, stick banging, corners, whatever you call it. I didn't care. It 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 just, you know, held with no problems. The only thing I did is uh I do lose the tail once in a while on the uh, when I do like very heavy collective power loops. Um Really? I, it kicks out forty five degrees and it's happened with every servo I've had. Um didn't matter if it was BKs or MKS or Turnages, they all just kinda I think it's just my, you know, I lose so much head speed that the tail just slows down too much. Oh, okay. Especially now that I'm running the two-bladed tail again. I'm not running the three-blade anymore. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, I kind of lost a little bit of the tail authority when I bogged. But otherwise, it's still it's still fantastic. Hell, in 6S setup, is a beast. I mean, I don't even run it at crazy. I mean, it is high head speed, but it's not like the most I can get. I could pull easily 5,000, 6,000 if I wanted to. But I think I'm running around like 4,500, oh, which is still pretty insane. Um, but it's just, it has so much punch. It just has, it doesn't, it doesn't stop. You know, I, that little thing will get, become a dot in like seconds. It's, it's so crazy fast. <laughs> um, let's see. Besides that, flew the N7. I autoed the N7 for the first time. Yeah, I saw yeah. that, man. And it was a good one, dude. Yeah, yeah. From really nice, like two, three hundred feet up, came yeah. in. The first approach I tried, it was way out there, and I, I noticed I was losing too much head speed, um, just not coming in in the right angle. So I, I kicked it back to motor start, went right back up, and then the second time I was still out there, but damn, that N seven is light, especially when you're low on the fuel. It basically, you know, I don't know. If, if you ever watch videos of our field, like there's the runway, right? A geotech runway. And on the other side, I was probably about like 20 feet on the other side of the geotech runway. So in the grass area, and it floated all the way back. I just flew it all the way back, nosed in, circled around and landed. It was it was just so much head speed on that thing. Just so much float. It was great. Four flights on the Black Thunder. My go-to heli. Loving the low head speed. Loving the... 2200 to just kind of switching back and forth um still getting a solid five minute flight even if i just do like 2200 most of the flight like say 90 percent of the flight just great awesome dude um working on the scale heli just a little bit more trying to get things wired up a little bit nicer uh so hopefully that'll come together i didn't really get a chance to work too much on the vegan now that i'm back at work i've just been I come home and just don't really have too much time to work on it. So, uh, but I kind of removed some of the tape. Um, I'm at this point. I spooled everything back up. I wired and mounted the uh, V bar silver. No, the blue line I have in there. So I have a full size V bar in there. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's kind of packed in there. But uh, so I got that in there. Um, everything is kind of double sided, taped down, and ready to go. I'm going to just finish the last two parts, which is the canopy and the nose. Get those mounted on there. And then um, then it's going to, I'm just start spray painting the crap out of it. 
So we'll see how that goes. Cool. So I'm hoping this weekend because I think Rob's uh, Forest Vacant is ready or gonna be ready for this weekend. So oh boy, I said that should be interesting to get all of uh, our vegans out and flying together. We're gonna have a vegan fly. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for me. Uh, what about you, Ethan? I wish I could say I flew this weekend, but sadly, because this is the last week of the trimester for school, uh, Thanksgiving break coming up. There's a bunch of tests this week, so sure. kind of, yeah, I've been kind of crammed in the past few weekends studying and stuff. Plus, too, it's been really cold here, and I mostly fly thumbs, so I really can't feel the radio whenever I fly in the cold. <laughs> sure. Nice. So, uh, you should get those sticks that are like. They're so sharp that basically make you bleed. <laughs> yeah, I'll be- feel Yeah, the, exactly. <laughs> the BK sticks? No, the well MKS, not MKS. Um, V Control has them too, and Spectrum. Uh, but they're like, they're like five or six really sharp, pointy things sticking out the end of the stick. Yeah, and, I think. Mm-hmm. If you dig your fingers hard enough, uh, when you get aggressive, you can you can draw blood. <laughs> so, so no sim anything. Oh, yeah, definitely simming. Oh, okay. Oh, I did sim too. Well, that kind of counts. Mm-hmm. So what do you what do you, what do do you you sim with? Real Flight, right? Yep, Real Flight 7.5. Uh, I've been really interested in Real Flight 8 because of the VR uh, goggles that you can mm-hmm. use with. But I don't know. You know, it might be kind of weird getting used to it, but it'd be definitely cool to try. Yeah, yeah. I heard the, the resolution isn't so great on the VR, so it's... I don't know. I feel like it's more gimmicky than it's worth. But I don't know. Talk to uh, Shaggy. You know, that guy. He's been doing. A, he's been yeah. demoing that a lot. So um, yeah, yeah. I, I've been actually Dude. simming with the AccuRC too. Oh, nice. Um, See, I AccuRC too, but I just didn't like the way it felt. Everything on my DX9, it just felt so delayed. Yeah, it. it I mean, it feels fine on the on the V control. With the you know just going straight USB into yeah. it, but it um I don't know like the helis don't feel great for me. They feel kind of like yeah. they feel different than real life for sure. I they feel, enjoy mm-hmm. the fact that they're not really set up like right. you kind of set it up. Yep. I kind of like where you can just plug in and go. Yeah. And all the like I don't know about you, but all my. Uh, like idle up and throttle hold and stuff like that. It's all with the keyboard, not just kind of like flipping a switch on the radio. Wait, what do you mean? You don't use the the radio? No, I use the radio. Uh, it just kind of took me some time figuring out how to use the switches. So, right, right. I haven't really figured it out. So most of like throttle hold and idle up and stuff like that, I have to press buttons on the keyboard. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. no. For me, it, it's it's all set up. I guess. With with AccuRC, you can um you can tell that you're using the V control, so yeah. it, it already does like your sh- switch layout for you. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean the models just feel weird. They feel very like yeah too sensitive in, around the center on the collector for me. I don't know if it's just the way they set up the dead band on it or what, but I just haven't really tuned it or messed with it. But um I I just use it for orientation training because my orientation is terrible. So, but I was doing some crazy stuff. I was flying inverted forwards, backwards, funnels, all that stuff. Nice. And it's funny that like, I don't know, I guess because it's the same, I'm just like, whatever. 
wrong direction, crash. Try it again, wrong direction, crash. Um, it's it's easy to like kind of do it a little, kind of get it, kind of get it a little, but. I'm I'm still trying to get to the point where it's like I don't have to think about it, and that's that right. part I'm not I'm not there yet. So, yeah, one thing I do also like about AccuRC, I like the sound effects and stuff. You can definitely hear the helicopter; it sounds a lot more realistic, like with the overspeeds and just the the sound. Oh yeah, I like oh. that. I actually haven't tried to. I don't really listen hear the helis. I mean, I I kind of sim with music, so. Oh, I got um, you. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I should try that without music. But that, that's actually something I've been trying in real life, too, is overspeeds a little. I still do it really high up. I don't do them right on the deck, pull out right you know, on the deck. I, I pull out, like, you know, 50, 70 feet in the air. But you hear, you know, you hear the little... Mm? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, 700. I love overspeeding that thing. It just sounds so loud. Yeah. It really doesn't go that high, but... That motor is just already loud enough to where it sounds like the head speed's really getting up there. Nice. So I guess let's get to the main topic here. We'll we'll kind of get to know Ethan Bohr. All right. As is the listener series. Uh, Kevin, let's kind of since my voice is shot, let's I don't know. Let's just switch every other question. If you look oh, on the sheet, I thought we we're gonna sing karaoke, dude. <laughs> I guess. I could be the, <laughs> I could be the singer that smokes like twenty packs of cigarettes a day. Oh, so we're gonna do um, Lamb of God? There you go. Okay. <laughs> awesome. All right. So let me start off. Uh, so Ethan, how long have you been into the hobby? Oh man, really into the hobby, like actually flying. About three years, three or four years now. Bastard. Started. With- <laughs> I really didn't get to three D. Till around three years ago, that's whenever I kind of started flying 3D planes and uh, started going into helicopters. Okay. I flew aerobatic and just kind of sport airplanes and stuff for about a year. And then I did have like, you know, smaller helicopters that like flying the house and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Nice. But nothing really serious until like about three years ago. Ethan was the guy that we talked about, I think, when we came back from Flight Fest 16 when we first met him. Yes. I know I mentioned on the show, one of the shows, that I had said to him, how long have you been flying? Please tell me, like, four or five years. And you were like, a year and a half. And you're <laughs> like, but I've been simming for a long time. And I was like, oh, my God. I wanted to yeah. throw my radio in the woods. That was that was you. Yeah, my first simulator was Real Flight G 3.5, and that was just whenever it just came out. Wow. Now- that was probably like I want to say close to 10 years ago mm-hmm. damn so, so you started with like 4 or 5 years old yeah pretty much 5 or 6 but the thing was I really I kind of looked at it as a game so what happened was my dad uh, he found like the uh, demo online and I didn't really have a controller or anything so I saw it as a game so I'd use like the little keys on my keyboard to fly it oh, oh my god really <laughs> yeah and then going in the hobby store just to like look around at planes and stuff. That's whenever I actually got to use the controller, and I got right. to see the airplanes and helicopters that they had on the simulator. On the demo, they just had like that little uh, next star and the I think it was the Dominion that that one three D helicopter that's on real flight. Yep. I remember. I think it was an Easter present, but yeah, my dad got me real flight uh, three point five. And that's whenever I just kind of started playing around with it. Like I said, I just kind of saw it as a game. I really didn't 
think of it as like, oh, there's actually real helicopters and planes out there that fly like this. Wow. So for our listeners, Ethan, you're what, 15 years old, right? Yep. Yeah, so he's one of those kids that outfly everyone else. And, <laughs> you know, he's one of those, you know this, what it is? is I, I know the same thing with um, Devin. It's like the kids that their parents kind of get them into the hobby early, but really take their time simming in the beginning. Yeah. You know, really learn that orientation. And then when they bring it into real life, it's like they they quickly advance so quick. Like it's it's unbelievable um, how fast, you know, they'll go from like just hovering into acrobatic and 3D flight. Like it's it's crazy. Because it was crazy how I kind of picked back up on my orientation and stuff. Because like I said, whenever I got the simulator, whenever I was like six or seven, I could like fly and hover planes and stuff. I could mm-hmm. hover bird and stuff like that. But like I said, I saw it as a game just kind of playing around. But whenever I kind of got out of that, I kind of really didn't touch the simulator for maybe three or four years. And okay. I playing around back on it just, just kind of whenever I was easing a little bit back into the hobby, kind of getting a little more interest. I just remember kind of picking up real quick, like, oh, yeah, this is, you know. Wow, man. Yeah. 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 And to bring everybody up to speed now, this time we saw you uh, at Flight Fest 17. You mm-hmm. were some of the harder stuff that I could even comprehend what you were doing was pure TikToks. You were you were banging those out. And yeah. uh, that's that's the level he's at now. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. dude, it's amazing, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Sure. Yeah. Yep. I mean, even my dad and them, like my parents said, it's like it's crazy how I just luckily just it all transferred over into real life really easy for me. I just kind of found it as like, oh, this is just like the simulator. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Nice. So do you remember what got you interested in the hobby? Yes, I do, actually. I think it was back in, let's see here, 2004, whenever I was two years old. My uh, We have this local air show. Uh, it's actually the world's biggest air show. It's like a fundraiser. Uh, okay. It's like R- the world's biggest RC air show. It's a fundraiser. So mm-hmm. my brought me uh, there whenever I was two or, let's see here. Yeah, I was two. And we've been going there ever, like every year. We kind of make it a tradition. And this is my third year flying in it, or it's gonna nice. be my flying in the air show. But yeah, my dad brought me to that air show whenever I was two, and I just I fell in love with it. Just I was just in love with everything that flew airplanes, helicopters, and jets, and all that stuff. I mean, I remember having a toy bin full of them, and I would always line them up along the wall and call the room my little airport and <laughs> nice <laughs> oh wow so but what yeah. what's the name of the air show uh it's wings for kids uh it's held right here in louisville kentucky the airfield's actually like 15 or 20 minutes from my house so i can just that's actually my local field nice. oh very cool every, it's always the first weekend in uh june it's whenever okay. we have it's really fun oh, that's awesome yeah, so we know we, you fly helis and and you said you fly planes too. Um, yeah. So you also fly multi rotors, right? Yeah, uh, a little bit. I'm not really heavy into it. I mean, I got one. Little, I tiny know. Little, and Is then he? I got, 
wait a minute, wait a minute. I got to stop you right there because I've seen <laughs> you fly a multi-rotor and I've seen you fly it like I've never seen anybody fly a multi-rotor. Yeah, You're- I mean, honestly, I just kind of felt like a helicopter to me. So I was like, I'm just going to fly this like a helicopter. Yeah. And <laughs> dude, that was amazing. I've never seen, like I said, never seen that before in my life. Like, I don't know what orientation you were in. You were just banging that thing up and down the runway like it was a, like it was a 3D heli. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just the one thing you got to remember. It doesn't have any negative pitch, so right. So I, I would flip over and stuff, and it, you know, my instincts would say to just go negative pitch and pull out. And like I said, it's a quad, and it's not really set up. It has like no reverse thrust or whatever to make it go inverted. It's all just like a regular mm-hmm. freestyle. Quad. Yeah, Kevin, I just sent you the video that Ethan sent me of. Uh that flight at flight fast. Oh my god, we got to post that cuz that is unbelievable. Yeah, it, it's a weird format though. It's like a Google Drive, like a MTS uh, format. If so, you want to, I think I might after this I, or actually I can do it right now. I can start uploading it to YouTube and I can just send you guys the link. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Then we'll post it on there yeah. so people can listen to it uh can watch it. I mean, when um when this episode comes out or even before. It's it's pretty amazing because we spoke about it on a previous episode that yeah, you're basically flying it like a helicopter, um, doing sort of like helicopter-like moves, you know, right. like rainbows and stuff where you kind of like you pitch pump it basically one direction, flip it, and then catch it and punch it back the other way. But then you're doing something that was very similar, that looked very similar to like a pyro flip because yeah. you added a, so much rudder to your cycling. It was... It was, I mean, I just don't know how you can fly it and not lose orientation. And, you know, and this was all at night, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I was going to say that, that with, the video might not do it justice because it's kind of kind of dark, but uh, yeah, I haven't seen the video, see so it. hopefully it's it's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Another um, favorite I started doing now with the quad is I would take it up real high, and uh, it's called a suicide, but you take it up real high, go inverted, and just full throttle straight to the ground and just flip it over at the last second. Oh, boy. It. Oh, yeah. It's the motors sound like they're about to blow up. It's <laughs> so so much fun. Oh jeez. Oh, wow. Yeah, it helped a lot too. Whenever I put different color props, because I used to just run all the same color and doing yeah. pyro flips and stuff, I was like, yeah, I might want to change out the colors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even then, like even changing out the colors, it's just such a small. But it's like you're not flying a big quad. It's right. it's a two fifty or two ten size quad. Yeah, so you're running whatever five inch props, and it's it's not that much. I mean, you see them, but it's not like um, you know seeing like a a disc of a seven hundred heli, you know? Right. So you also fly planes, and you're you're really good at flying planes too, right? Yeah, I mostly fly three, or actually, that's all I do is I fly three D planes, and that's mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Well, yes. I know he's sponsored by Twisted Hobbies. Right, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Are you yeah, sponsored I'll, by anyone I'll, else? Uh, no, that's it. Uh, I kind of, I mean, with school and stuff right now, I'm kind of not looking at any big sponsors. What I like about Twisted mm-hmm. High is an Oxy Helicopter and Lynx Heli Innovations and stuff like that. It's just, they're super laid back, you know. They're not, whereas like if you kind of get into a big, bigger company like say like SAB or even like a bigger airplane company like Extreme mm-hmm. Flight, you know, you kind of have to go travel a lot. And right now with school and stuff, it's really hard to do that. Sure. Right. Yeah. Kind of 
I'm kind of liking the laid back sponsorships right now, and it's been super fun. No, that's great. If you go to Urchin stuff, you know, it's harder to hang out with your friends because, you know, they're either you or they're working in a, uh, in like a booth or something like that. What's fun about like the smaller companies like Twisted Hobbies, whenever we all go to Joe Nall, the team's not really in a booth. We all just kind of hang out and have fun and just enjoy ourselves. It's right. a blast. That's great. Yeah, you let me fly the uh, the Fokker, the tri- the Tri-Wing. What'd you call me? <laughs> I call you something different. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, yeah, and that thing flew great. That was amazing. Um, it was set up yeah, real I'm nice. And, and I love Twisted Hobby stuff, man. I've I've flown and I've had I have a number of those planes and yeah, they they really make good stuff. Yeah, next time we're at an event, whatever you want to fly, I mean, I got a good amount of them. So whichever one you want to try out, you and uh, Kevin, you and Steve, you know, just let me know. You I'll don't want me to fly your planes. Yeah, I want to see <laughs> Steve fly a plane. Oh man, I am bad that's, with planes. That's hobbies planes are for, right? Yeah. Huh? Sorry, what'd you say? Uh, I said that's what Twisted Hobbies planes are for, right? Yeah, yeah, very true. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I had a lot of foam tack on mine. <laughs> it's hit the ground many, many times. And I'm like, why did it hit the ground? I don't know. <laughs> it sh- I should have been able to pull out of that, but I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> There's so. more glue than there is plane? <laughs> no, it was not that bad. I wouldn't have sold it to Kevin if it was that bad. <laughs> no, that that was mine. Mine was more Yeah, glue yours than was plane. pretty beat up, yeah. But I had, I had the, the crack beaver and ice hit the ground so much I broke that I had the the wooden spar and I had I had broken that so many times I got sick of of regluing it so what I did was I took a carbon fiber rod I just gorilla glued it right on top of the right on top of the spar like cut those little winglet things and just mm-hmm. oh, I nice. flew it like that for like two years yeah. Nice. There was one guy on uh, RC groups. I'm usually on there a lot, just kind of help out Twisted Hobbies and stuff and answer questions. But there is uh, one guy, he uh, he decided to try to mount like a twin, uh, like twin motors on the, his Turbo Beaver. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you plan on doing that, he said it flies really good, but if you plan on doing that, add some uh, bracing in the spark because he said finally his wings decided to give up and it uh, folded on them. Yeah, because yeah, that's a single piece of foam. Yeah, yeah. Like, plus the weight of the motors and stuff. Oh yeah, right. He said a lot of power. Mm. Nice. So, I mean, what kind of pilot would you describe yourself as? Uh, 3D, probably all the way, right? Yeah, extreme 3D. <clears throat> but I like, you know, kind of more smack pilot. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what? new tricks are you working on hmm let's see here i've been working on a lot of reversals like using left aileron on planes kind of you know perfecting that and also like left pyro flips and left rudder stuff on helicopters are you a right rudder person i mean i'm sorry uh let's see here i moved my stick to the left so makes my rudder turn uh counterclockwise on a helicopter. So I guess, yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm working on right rudder on a mm. helicopter. Uh, so what trick did you struggle on and how did you overcome it? Hmm. That's a good question, actually. I'm trying to think which one I spent the most time with. Uh, planes or helicopters or both? It doesn't matter. It could be either side. Or it could be one each if you want. 
All right. Um, for planes, probably mostly like rifles and stuff, just trying to be not lose any, like not lose or gain altitude when doing rifle rolls and stuff like that. What's a also, rifle roll? It's basically full throttle, uh, full aileron. So you're basically rolling straight and you're not trying to uh, lose or gain altitude. You're basically just going full throttle straight while rolling and just trying to keep your same spot. Mm. Basically, don't want to go like left or right or just straight on the down line. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It's a little hard because, you know, your orientation is constantly changing, especially if you have a higher roll rate. It's changing so quickly. I kind of found that difficult to learn. I kind of, perf- I mostly perfected it on uh, right aileron, but I'm kind of working on it still on left aileron. So, so how did you overcome something like that? I mean, because you're rolling so fast and you got to, I'm guessing you got to make small corrections on with the elevator, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's both uh, elevator and rudder. Um, and rudder. Okay. Yeah. I'm mostly doing elevator on left aileron, but I, I need to work on uh, adding rudder to that because it makes it a lot more precise. It's a lot so, easier. So I mean, so I mean, like I don't know if I'm looking at you or looking at the plane doing that, and it starts to like I just uh, how do you spot that? Like how do you spot where you make your changes, where you give elevator rudder, or you know, like ask me that whenever I do it. It's so hard to explain. I just mm -hmm. I just kind of watch it. It's a mix between kind of watching where it is and timing it. Eventually, it's just kind of you train the brain to know where it is. And does it does it like if you're looking at your sticks, does it become kind of like a stir, or is it more like your pin uh, on your aileron, and you just kind of go up and down really quick, you know, very small yeah. movements up and down? Be always full, and your rudder is going to be moving left and right, and uh, your aileron stick or your right stick is going to be jammed mm -hmm. side for the aileron, and it's going to be going up or down to control elevator. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think that's how I uh, drive most of my planes in. <laughs> Ooh, look at the spin! Was, oh, oh, shoot, which way is it facing? Oh, crap. <laughs> um, so on the helicopter side, what kind of, what was what would be a trick that you struggled on? Um, probably, honestly, probably what I'm learning right now is uh, like quick transitions to like a reverse rudder. Just kind of transitioning. If yeah. That makes just kind of like if I'm doing a pyro flip one day, or if I'm doing a pyro flip one way, I, uh, it's kind of tough for me learning how to quickly change direction and start pyro flipping the other way and staing in the same spot. Kind of right. And I also, can't timing. Even imagine doing that. Yeah, me neither. But I mean, the, the hardest thing I could think of it's like when to commit and just go the other runner. You know, like. <laughs> You're like you're, you, whether you pin it or you go half rudder speed and you're doing your pearl flip, but then like, okay, the disc is up and down, so that's not a good time to do it. But it would look pretty cool if you could do if you could reverse it right in you know mid transition. But um, you know, I guess when the disc comes flat for a second, you can, I don't know. That's yeah. and then being doing the opposite stir like immediately. Um, yeah. Whenever I transition, it's either the disc is straight down or. Uh, it's like either the helicopter is perfectly inverted or it's, you know, perfectly uh, right side up. But it, I'd like to learn how to, you know, quickly transition while it's, you know, the disc is either facing towards you or away from you. Just kind of like learn on, you know, to transition on uh, whenever. Yeah, it's like tr 
transition when the disc is knife edge and not um yeah. flat. Yeah, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, let 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 us know how you overcome that because I don't know. How. <laughs> I, no, I, I don't can't think. <laughs> yeah, pretty difficult. Yeah, uh, you even if you know for someone who like you that I don't. I mean, you don't really have orientation issues, right? Like you can <laughs> spot a heli and know exactly which way to correct. Yeah. So so for you to be able to like for someone that has that orientation down packed but still get like confused, I guess. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> It's just yeah. insane. Like, I don't know. Because I get confused just flying. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, I mostly know all my orientations. Usually, like, I mean, trying to think. The last time I've yet to crash, believe it or not, I've yet to crash just dumb thumbing it, not, uh, you know, just not knowing the orientation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only, actually, the only time I've ever crashed a helicopter was whenever I was kind of, uh, whenever I first got my T-Rex 700, I was cutting some low grass and, you know, I got a little too low. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I've crashed due to mechanical and, you know, electrical failures, but mm-hmm. so far it hasn't been a dumb thumb yet. Wow. Lucky you. <laughs> because I could count, oh. I could count the dollars I spent on dumb thumbing repairs. <laughs> Yeah. And I think most of my crashes have been dumb thumbs. Yeah. Followed by well, rescue throttle. Hold. One time's gonna come. It's gonna be a total dumb thumb one day. <laughs> either that or it's just gonna be, you know, you're either dumb thumb it, you don't know your orientation, or you're just, you know, you're kinda getting a little too cocky getting on the deck and stuff. Sure, yeah. You get a little too aggressive. Yeah, get a little way too long to yeah. pop it out. <laughs> Kiss the ground a little bit and yeah. too low. <laughs> okay, so um, what what percentage would you say you split on helis, planes, and quads when you go fly? Um, I'd say between airplanes and helicopters, I'd say it's about 50-50. Quads, it's kind of like a side thing whenever batteries are charging for, or, you know, batteries are charging for a plane or batteries are charging for a helicopter. That's usually whenever I'll kind of go off to the side and fly the quad real quick. Just kind of mess around with that. Okay. Uh, I don't remember the last time I flew my quad. Honestly, I wouldn't be su- uh no, let's see here. But say I wouldn't be surprised if it was Flight Fest, but I did fly it one time uh FPV chasing some friends around. But once uh I mostly fly line of sight on my quad, but usually whenever I like flying FPV it's either if I'm with friends or I'm chasing planes and stuff. Right. Cool. Yeah, I usually kind of get bored whenever i fly fpv alone it's just not as fun yeah yeah, yeah i can see that kind of with anything it's not as fun whenever you're the only one at the field mm-hmm. so do you um do you own any nitro helicopters or planes I've yet to own any nitro helicopters uh i really want one they look like a lot of fun uh mm-hmm. i don't have any nitro planes either but i do have uh i got some gas planes okay Rather, I have a gas plane. <laughs> okay, what size? I was just curious. Uh, it's a it's got a DA one twenty on it, so it's one hundred twenty cc. Yeah. It's a pretty hobby shop one hundred three extra. Ooh, wow. that's pretty big. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh, I bet. Oh man, you want to take that that last question? I think you wrote that in, right, Kevin? Yeah, I wrote. Uh, so we saw you at Flight Fest seventeen. Um, that was the last time we saw you. 
Yeah. Uh, what What's the last fun fly you were at that you went to? Uh, it was Spook Fest 2017. That was in. Uh, let's see here. I think that was. I want to say the first week of October. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was. It was October fifth through the eighth. That was okay. super. And it was like a. You know, it wasn't like a big event. It was just kind of like a little. It was still a pretty decent size event. I think there were like, I want to say around eighty to a hundred pilots. Uh, it was a 3D airplane event. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I got to hang out with a lot of my friends from flight that I saw from Flight Fest and other events like Joe and all and stuff. Nice. Oh, great. Yeah. It was it was super fun. Are you planning on going to OHB? Right now, I'm not sure if I can make it. It looks like a lot of fun though. Yeah. It's harder. I like to save. I don't want to miss too many days of school just because it's hard to catch up. But uh, I usually like to save, you know, those kind of days for Joe and all. No, that's understandable. How far is Orlando from you? Oh, uh, it's probably a pretty good ride. Yeah, yeah driving you. one, it's probably, gosh, it's probably around eighteen hours. I want to say. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. Probably, yeah, somewhere around there, maybe like fifteen or sixteen. Okay. Wow, Ethan, I, I really have to respect your uh, your work ethic, man. When I was 15, I couldn't wait to get out of school, and if there was a chance for me to not go back, I was not going back. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I couldn't but, wait to get out of school either, but right now it's kind of what's important. Yeah, that's great, no, man. Sure. Yeah. Um. So so what fun flies did you go this year to? Um, let's see here. Starting off... We got little fun flies at our local field. Usually it's like a New Year's fun fly, so I guess that kind of kicks off the first event. Uh, but going into February or March, I don't believe there's any events until Joe Nall starts in like later May. And then mm-hmm. once I get out of school there, that's whenever the events really start going. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like, like I said, like in June, the Wings for Kids air show. Usually June's pretty laid back there's not a whole lot of events uh there but right. in july you kind of get to uh like basically flight fest and uh knoxville the extreme flight tennessee fly low and that's a personal favorite of mine mm-hmm. in august you know earth rolls around oh uh, nice yeah basically stuff like that so Actually, do you go to earth every year yeah i've been going See here, my first Urcha was Urcha 2015. That was like whenever okay. I was into the hobby. Uh, that was a blast. Um, I've been going ever since then. Nice. So, this- so how many people fell over at Urcha 2015 when they said, how long have you been flying? And you said, <laughs> about a year. Uh, honestly, Urcha, believe it or not, this year, I think, I think I flew more planes like foamies and stuff at Urcha than I did helicopters. I think I flew my 700 only one or two times. Most of it was playing around with the Oxy-3. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you uh, hang out in, in little, uh, what did Rich Neff call it, a little Oxy town? <laughs> yep. yep. Hung out there. Hung out with... Uh, some of my buddies like Christy Amani and Travis, mm-hmm. and Justin Cook, uh, yep, hung out yep. with them. Yes, AB tent. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I like about Urcha. I kind of it's kind of fun to hang out with everybody. Mm-hmm. 
I remember you flying Steve's uh, Oxy at Flight Fest 2016. Uh, right? Didn't did you try flying that? I think so. No, I don't think I flew. No. He flew. Wait. Did you, you flew my Oxy 2, though? Yeah. Uh, that was 2017. Cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I think really good. Yeah. It's even better now that I, I stretch it to 210 and um, really? it's like um it? it's actually governed now, so it holds oh, nice. actually a little better, yeah. Nice. So let's let's talk about uh I mean I know you mentioned a couple of planes and, and helis you have, but what's currently in your fleet? Let's see here. Right now in my fleet I got an Oxy three, then it jumps up to a logo six ninety. And then nice. yeah. And then a T-Rex 700 and also a Goblin 700 competition. Nice. Uh, that's helicopter-wise. Uh, Airplane-wise, I got, I think, like nine foamies. <laughs> Do you want me to list those off? Uh, nine Twisted Hobbies, or is there yeah. any other brand? Yep, all Twisted Hobbies. CPP profile planes. But, like, bigger planes, I got uh, a Legacy Aviation's... Uh, the 84 inch turbo bushmaster that's a super fun high wing plane that's wow it's most it's actually my dad's plane he likes flying that a lot and then i got my 103 extra nice. so the fleet's not too big but i'm happy with it sure that's yeah. all that counts yep. and yeah. you fly um you fly spectrum right yes i do team fail safe <laughs> <laughs> that's cool um, i know he had what, what do you have at flight fest he had his uh his uh a line right yeah, yeah. T-Rex 700 temporarily had my Goblin 700. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to talk about that crash? Yeah, I mean... What gave out? Was it the tail belt? Something gave out, I remember. Uh, yeah, it was my receiver pack. Gave out of my... Oh, yes, yes, That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Not worse. I remember it, Joe and all, I chucked the whole 12S battery out of it. Oh, jeez. Luckily, it landed all right. Uh it was actually uh, me and my friend, uh, we were testing out some new settings, and we didn't have the canopy on. Uh-huh. I guess those pins weren't back behind the thing, and it, it flew out. Oh, boy. But luckily, it just autoed down. It was fine. Since yeah. the that came out, the helicopter became super light, so it was really easy to auto down. Right, right. And you still had control, so that wasn't a problem. Right. Um, and surprising to me, your, your level of flying... And what's your fly bar list that you use? Uh, I use Beast X and also Brain. Soon to be V-Bar. Ooh, really? Oh, wow. Hey, I'm in the future. I'm thinking about it. I, I think am. eventually in the future, I'll probably end up switching. Yeah. Make the switch. But I, you know, I love the Brain and I love Beast X. <clears throat> A good friend of mine, he flies up. He's been flying Beast X all his life, uh, Jordan Horowitz, and he flies. He flew an XFC and stuff, so mm-hmm. he knows X inside and out. And he set up my T Rex 700 on his settings, and it's super nice. Nice. See, I can't complain about the Beast X and the Brain. They're really good fly barless units. But mm-hmm. one day, I, I like the simplicity of the uh, V control. Yeah, the simplicity and just the the ease of tune. Like, right. If if it did have that integration, the tuning. You know, being able to like tune in flight or land and quickly make yeah. a change and then go right back up. Yeah, I wouldn't consider even flying that this fly controller or the or the yeah. transmitter. Um, but all that, just those, well, really, just those couple of things that you can do like that, and yeah. it does definitely make it worth it. Um, it doesn't feel bad as a controller either. 
Yeah. Because that's the thing about, like, you know, beast decks or brain. You know, you test something out, you land it, you run out there, you got to grab the helicopter <laughs> your back, either plug it into your computer or, you know, right. go into settings on your beast decks. It'd be kind of nice to, you know, just land real quick, scroll into your settings, and, you mm-hmm. know, whatever needs to be changed. Have you tried any of the integration with the, the Spectrum, with the telemetry receiver and the, and the icon, the brain? I, uh, I'm hoping to try it out in the future. It re- looks really nice. Yeah. And it looks pretty cool. So yeah, cool. Kevin, you got any more questions for Ethan? He mentioned that he's going to be turning sixteen and mm-hmm. driving soon. Mm-hmm. Will he be driving to the field, or will he be like? Do you see yourself continuing on in the hobby? Or oh yeah, uh, do you think uh, uh, do you think other things will get in the way? Just say girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, maybe eventually, but uh, right now it's mostly. Usually in the uh, like whenever it starts getting cold and stuff, that's whenever I switch into deer hunt mode and stuff, and that's probably where I'll mostly be driving and stuff to our property to hunt and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's now, cool. So you break it up as it is now, and you kind of go back to it, and that that's cool. So it'll probably always be around then, always be a party, and you and your dad do it. So that's great. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, soon. Uh, I don't know about over there, but you start. Uh, you get your learner. You get your learner's permit whenever you're 16. Uh, you'll have your learner's permit for six months. And that's basically uh, your parents have to be in the car. Or, you know, yep. uh, somebody with uh, an adult with a driver's license has to be in the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you drive, you do that for six months. Then you get your restricted. And that's, I think you can't be out past midnight and you can't. Yeah, drive. we call it a junior license. Yeah. Up, yeah. Yeah. So it's basically the same thing over there. Mm hmm. But yeah, that's mostly whenever I'll be doing most of the driving is whenever I turn in 17 and I have my full. Awesome, man. Yeah, I nice. can't wait. <laughs> that's great, dude. I mean, it sounds like you got a real good head on your shoulders. You know what you're doing, and uh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I think so. I hope I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so what what other hobbies do you do? You say you hunt, right? Yep. Honestly, that's probably about it. Just yeah. RC and hunting. Okay. Yep, hunting, fishing. Shooting. Do you uh, rifle? Do you bow? Uh, I do both, actually. I think this weekend I'm going to pick up a new bow. Nice. Uh, one bow that I have right now, it's kind of more of like a youth bow. Don't get me wrong, though. It, get the, it gets the job done, but kind of want to upgrade a little bit. Sure. Just like after, it's like, eh, this newer one's a little bit better. Sure. Cool. Yeah, I think I remember seeing a picture of you um, on Facebook. You, I don't know how many turkeys you guys got. Oh yeah, I mean Kentucky turkeys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So speaking of hunting, should we move on to the shotgun round? <laughs> yeah, why not? Let's do it. All right. Ethan did make a comment of some like you know since he flies planes and helis, it's gonna be like a top twenty <laughs> shotgun. Oh uh, yeah, questions. that'd be cool. <laughs> but um, some of these will fly, some of these don't. But yeah, you can. You can answer both ways for how he's played um, as you like. So, yeah, Kevin, let's let's you have started off this time. Number one is pinch or thumb. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, I mostly thumb. Uh, whenever I'm flying FPV and sometimes quads, and not really doing 3D, just kind of doing like slow movements and stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'll find myself pinching, but the majority of it is thumbs. Okay. So nitro or electric? Yep, electric. Mm-hmm. hopefully nitro in the future one day i plan on getting the nitro they just look like a blast 
I like the flight times and stuff like that. Just the sound. It's just like a gas plane. Just enjoy. Yeah, it. you don't you don't actually get that much flight time though. It's um, not like it's not like um, I don't know. I feel like in the more the uh, air culture, but the olden days, you used to get like ten minute flights. I mean, you'll get five six minutes usually on a nitro. Yeah, you know, depending on your head speed and how aggressive you are. But like, if you were flying like the way you fly your T Rex Seven or your Go- Goblin Seven Hundred, you'd yeah. probably get yeah six minutes tops. That's not bad. I mean, I'm used to like two and a half to three minutes. So, <laughs> damn, what battery packs do you run? Eighteen hundred or something? How do you? How's it so low? Yeah, I mean, I run the highest head speed I can, but I'm running like Pulse Six S Five Thousands. Two of them. Usually yeah. Pulse. Sometimes Glaciers. I've been <clears> really <throat> like Pulse though. Those I okay. usually get. Three or three and a half minutes. Oh man, it was a lot. Well, we'll get back to this. Let's finish the top ten. But uh, yeah, yeah, you should be getting five minutes at least. Go, Kevin. So five fifty or seven hundred size. Seven hundred. Okay. Um, do you like park flyers in planes or like giant quarter scale? Mm. I love messing around with the foamies and stuff. I just have a blast with friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I can understand that. Yeah. I've had tons of fun with that Twisted yeah. Hobbies plan that I got, man. Yeah. You know, you can't crash a, a giant scale and just laugh it off and pick it up and throw it up in the That's air again. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, so do you know what a fly bar is? <laughs> yes, I do, actually. Uh, believe it or not, I actually had a fly bar 450 when it uh, really wasn't in the hobby as much. It mm-hmm. was an 450. And Okay. So you've flown one, too, then. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you like scale or 3D? Well, we kind of already established that. Yeah. I like 3D. All right. So, uh, number six, strap or strapless? Uh, I used to fly strap, but I'm all strapless now. So, you like these kids that point the radial straight down? <laughs> yeah, I'm not really fully straight down. Like, I'm not like Kyle Stacy that far down. Number seven is coreless or brushless servos. Right now, the majority of my servos are brush- brushless, but I have to go with brushless. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, do you like the fuselage style or pot and boom? So Goblin, like, T-Rex, you know? Yeah. I, I love the looks of the Goblin. I think I'd have to go with that. Okay. And then on the I'd, flip side, profile versus uh, like a full fuselage. On planes, probably I like the full fuse. We're actually, you know, flying. Mm-hmm. You know, balsa wood, monaco, and stuff like that. Sure. Are you a 12s guy or a 6s guy for your helicopters? Uh, on the logo, I've been loving 6s, but I really love 12s. It's my go-to. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool! I haven't tried that yet. I gotta give that a shot. Oh, you these days. It feels so light and it autos so well. It feels like it's it can fly autoing. <laughs> it's great. Okay, well, I, I haven't tried autoing yet, so maybe when I try it, I'll do that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, definitely do that because, you know, the logos are already light as is, and a 6S is so light. Yeah. Floats on in. No, I believe you. Oh, it's oh. great. Yeah. I think we weighed the, the logo 690, Kevin's logo 690, and it came in like a nitro weight, like 10 and a half pounds. How Crazy. nice. Yeah. That's a big difference than the Goblin, which was about 12, 12 and a half. Right. 
All right. And then the last question is, do you like big events like Urcha or Jonah or smaller events like your club, Fun Flies, or, you know, um, it's a smaller event, less than 50 pilots or so? Less than 50 pilots. It's, you know, kind of around there, kind of gets a little too small. Usually I kind of like around 100 pilots where, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's close enough where you can hang out with everybody. At Jonah or Urcha, it's kind of, you know, whenever you want to hang out with all your friends, a little stress will find in them. All right. But yeah, so I'd have to go with a smaller size event. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So there you have it. Um, so one other thing I wanted to actually talk to you about is, um, you know, three-minute flights. Um, I know you fly aggressive, but three minutes, is that's hard. That's 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 like oxy yeah. territory. Sure, oxy, you know, you're running a crazy head speed. You, you bang out the flights real quick. Right. Um, but your 700s, you should be getting more than three minute flights. Uh, so what do you run on your head speed? What do you, what, what's your max where on say your goblin like, since I'm familiar with that? I think I'm at like 20, yeah, 2250. I think is what I'm at. Okay. I really, uh, the glaciers, I didn't get as long as a flight time, but whenever I got the pulse, I can't complain. i you know, I get about three and a half minutes. Pulse is definitely, uh, I, I'm a little oh. biased with Pulse. I, I definitely like Pulse batteries. Um, Pulse a lot. I remember my glaciers. They're a little thicker, and I just remember I would land, and you can see on the carbon fiber, you know, the plate that goes on top of the battery. Mm-hmm. Since they're so thick, you know, they get pretty close to that gear. And you can see at some points where, I guess, you know, where that helicopter was hitting a certain maneuver where the Gs would pull up that tray, you can see where the... Uh, oh, really? Where it was starting. Yeah, you could see where it was starting to dig into the tray. I was like, eh, might want to get pulse some, you know, something a little slimmer. Sure. But, yeah. Wow. Jeez. Um, yeah, my have increased a lot more. So it's it's crazy because if I do a full flight on twenty two hundred, I mean, granted, I don't fly as aggressive as you. Like, I still get four and a half to five minutes. I feel like um, I don't know. I feel I feel like you should be getting at least four minutes on your on your flight. <laughs> you ever try low head speed with your goblin? Uh, no, not yet. Uh, I would like to. Mostly it's on the logo just because of how light it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to put on the T-Rex. I like it a lot uh, on that, but I usually like the Goblins for high head speed. Sure. I guess that Beast X draws a lot of power. It's the Spectrum. It's <laughs> the satellites. It's the Spectrum. <laughs> it's all those satellites? Yeah. Probably some of it, too, is both me and my dad, we kind of like to baby our batteries a little bit try to you know get as much as we can out of them so we don't really run them too low sure. probably around i usually landed around 30 percent. i want to say okay, so, okay. that's gonna all change when you get uh when you do move over to v control or even even if you did on like a, a brain too but having the um the battery telemetry the main flight pack telemetry yeah it's really nice yeah, I remember whenever I was flying your Black Thunder at Flight Fest, I loved how, you know, it's a battery 30%, or, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. It'll count down. And the best part is that, you know, you never, you never by mistake, um, either put a not fully charged battery in because it detects that. And right. also, um, you know, it tells you 20%. Or like when, when you set it to the threshold. So you could say, you know how you said like you and your dad like to, you know, take care of your packs, don't draw below 30%, right? You can set thirty yeah. percent, and when it counts down to zero, 
you're at 30%. So you could just oh, fly your full time to it beeps as you say 0% and, you know, give you a little chive that constantly goes off to remind you you should land. So it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, sometimes I do, like, I'll land a little early. Usually mm-hmm. whenever I have three minutes of 3D and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to land. I need yeah. a break. That's what I'd say. I mean, I mean, you know, that's got to be, I know when I try to do 3D or, like, try to do aggressive moves, mentally I get fatigued quicker. You know, they're right. just flying or low head speed stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how you do even three minutes of the way you fly. Probably be like, uh, yeah, I think a minute and a half. I ran out of move. I'm, I'm landing. Dude, I would need Advil flying like him for two minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I remember that's what sucked about whenever I chucked the receiver pack out of the goblin. I remember I think I was doing I think I was doing pure TikToks, but I, I kind of mm-hmm. remember saying stuff. Oh, I might do one more funnel or something and then I'm going to land. But right whenever I thought that. So I had to land a little early. Yeah. It's good that you didn't, you were doing something that was kind of a maneuver that's very little on the collective. And, right. you know, because if you, I'm thinking like, oh man, if you did full f- collective funnels and you lost your RX pack, that hell is flying somewhere quick and hitting something, you know? So. Yeah. I'm glad it came out whenever it did. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the, if it was going to come out, it was the most opportune time where knowing, yeah. you know, it basically just came straight down and, it didn't even come down hard because you're pretty much yeah. mid stick. So yeah, really, the damage wasn't bad. I think we just replaced the links and the blades, uh, mm-hmm. blades and basic stuff like that, and it was it's fine now. It's nice. fine. Really. How do you like those uh, those blades? The um, I love those T lines. Yeah, they're like uh, they look just like the rail blades, and that's what I had on earlier, and they feel just like it, if not really. Better. Yeah, I like them a lot. Okay. I, I feel like um, a lot of people say they're really stiff. That yeah. there's there's not much flex in them at all, and so they're very. It makes the helicopter very snappy. Yeah, I do like the snappiness of it. Mm-hmm. So, Steve, you brought up something that made me think of something that happened to me this weekend that I forgot completely about. Mm-hmm. You said, you know, with your UI sensor on the V bar, it'll tell you whether you're not you have a fully charged battery, and that's exactly what happened to me this weekend. I only charge one of my uh, two packs Saturday night. No. Possibly because there was some adult beverages involved. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't say that. Wait, for your 690? Yeah. So I was getting ready to fly the last pack, and I put it in, and it said, warning, low battery. And I was like, hmm, why did it say that? Went over, grabbed the checker. Mm-hmm. One was charged, one wasn't. Wow. See. So I was like, okay. That just saved, saved yeah. my ass there, yeah. That would have messed up that battery, especially yeah. the one that's low. It would have just tried to draw power out of it anyways. Yeah. Cool. Let's see. Do we have anything else we want to ask, Ethan, before we move to news and announcements? Will we see you at Flight Fest 18? Oh, yeah, for sure. Nice. Nice. I'll be in there. Cool, man. Yeah, Flight Fest doesn't allow nitros, right? Yeah, I think it's just they like electric. No, I'm no sure. nitros. I don't think they mind, uh, you know, because I remember uh, some friends of mine and stuff. They were doing some gas plane demos and stuff. But uh, usually I, d- I don't think they would mind that. But I Yeah, for demos, right. Nitro planes and stuff, you know. Hmm. So, Ethan, did you ever get over being yelled at for flying a 3D foamy in the parking lot at Flight Fest? I always wanted to ask you that. Uh, I don't think I have. 
Did you? Uh, didn't you get yelled at? Didn't Nick Simpson come over and, and yell at you? Oh uh, yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think that was 2016. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was me and we were. Uh, I was letting him kind of fly, and my dad usually doesn't like flying and all the chaos and stuff. So we were just kind of, uh, you know, just kind of playing around back there. And you know, he was nice about it. He wasn't, you know, harsh or anything. It was just really, like, you know, going back to the. Oh, because he should have saw it from our perspective. He just like what? Just like oh, what's going on? Oh, just starts running over <laughs> there. I'm like, you know, he's gonna have a stroke from all this stress. Because <laughs> he like he ran over there like he was angry. Yeah, yeah. I'm like. Like he was gonna lay to smack down. <laughs> right, right. So, I, so. <laughs> he's pretty chill about it, you know, from our perspective. He was just like, Yeah, if you you know, just keep it back behind you know, on the flight line. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, he was really cool about it. That's what I like about Flight Fest. Everybody's it's you know, it's a pretty laid back event. I do understand where your dad's coming from though, because it's like full time combat oh, out yeah. there a, a lot, even when you're down um, in the helicopter section. I remember- it's scary on the helicopter side, man. Yeah, I remember yeah. in 2016, the helicopter side, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Because they had the parking lot extended out there. You almost had to fly over the parking lot. Yeah. To the right. Mm-hmm. I remember it was either, you know, you got to stay in your box or you're going to hit planes or you just kind of, you know, got to <laughs> move them out by force. Yeah. You have to kind of scare him a little. I think I yeah. chased one one that's, year. I don't uh, know. Yeah, if it was... I was gonna say that's what Kevin does. He just chases him with the oxy. <laughs> yeah. I remember whenever I took off on a, a twenty seventeen under the lights. I remember whenever I took off. I just remember all the planes out of the corner of my eye. I just see them all landing real quick. Yeah, like, yeah. I actually have the whole you know the whole sky to myself. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was fun. You should try to make it up to our event. It's in. I really want to. I was. Uh, hoping to this, uh, you know, last year, but mm-hmm. I think it was the weekend school started. Yeah, school starts early for you guys out there, right? Yeah, I think we start late August. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. well, there's there's Chris's event in Rochester, which is a fantastic event. That's usually the the first week of September, uh-huh. the Labor Day weekend. Um, and then we have our little event, which hopefully this year I think I'm gonna, well, this next coming year. I'm going to try to expand on it and make it a little bit bigger event. Um, but with that, you know, it's going to be in, I don't know, when do we usually have it? June or June, July, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, it's in, you know, June or July, as long as, you know, there's no other events mm-hmm. that we've committed to going to. Yeah, I'll talk to my dad. I mean, we could probably make it up. Yeah, he's, that's cool. Yeah, he's been starting to like the events a lot. And heck, by then I'll be driving so, you know, he can... You know, he can kind of relax on the way. He can't. He won't be able to relax. Or maybe not. I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to No offense, relax. but yeah. I know I scared my dad a few times. Uh-huh. Back in the Model T. <laughs> the Model T. Okay, Mr. Henry Ford. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So I guess let's move to news and announcements. News and announcements. Fred. Fred. <laughs> Since Fred's not here, I got to do them both. Yeah. So I click through the normal. I guess it's real slow week on the interwebs, man. I click through the normal Horizon Hobby, Hobby Keg. Nothing really caught my eye. And then I had an email from xheli.com, and I am not by any way endorsing xheli. I had this happen to a friend of mine after I recommended a little four-channel helicopter to him, and the next week he was like, you know, I, I got this weird charge on my credit card, and I, th- I think it was after I went to xheli.com. 
He's not sure, so I'm not saying they did do something or they didn't do something. But anyway, I had an email <laughs> from xheli.com and I said, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't been on this site in a while. And the email was just like, oh, holiday sale, shop now, finding the perfect gifts. So I'm like, okay, usually when I go on these sites, it's a complete page of everything that's out of stock. Like they have all these pictures and everything's out yep, of stock. So yep, I said, yep. let me see if that's the case here. So I went to the, I followed the link and went to their page. I started scrolling down. It's a lot of quad stuff and a lot of little helicopters, but something did catch my eye and it was a 450 sized pre-painted fuselage that this is probably where I got my fuselage. I always thought it was Hobby King, but it might have been here for 40 bucks, man. I mean, how can you beat that? It's got, it's got the mounting stuff. It's got the magnetic, mm-hmm. you know, part on the front that goes on. It's, you know, in army colors. I'm sure they have other co- colors, but. You know, if you're looking for a cheap fuselage for your 450 heli and want to do a little scale stuff, there you go. 40 bucks, man. Nice. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. If I'm you want to risk your credit card. <laughs> so I did, uh, I, I'm, I'm on XLE right now and I put in scale in the search and I see out of stock, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. <laughs> Uh, yes. E-Sky, scale cabin size 450 fabricated with fiberglass, helicopter fuselage. Twenty nine bucks, and then out of stock, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. I think the one he bought was the the ninety nine fifty eight, the mini. Like it's like a little small fly barred four channel helicopter. And I had mm-hmm. it at our office one day, and I was flying it around our office, and it actually flew pretty good indoors. Sure, um, yeah. but it's it's really it's like the small the small scale. Like I don't know what what are those small blade ones those the srs or whatever it is Uh it's it's like that size but it flew pretty good so he bought one and that's that's when he came back and he was like you know what something (laughs) happened to my credit card so is that a psa that um don't use your credit card or use like i don't know a credit card you monitor a little more closely yes if you have (laughs) if you do like me and you have a credit card with a low credit limit that you've always just used for for internet purchases then you're fine don't use your bank card or anything like that not saying anything will happen but i'm not saying it won't <laughs> so it's quite interesting i went up to the six channel rc helicopter to see what they have oh boy i mean they have like the, the wl tours you know the east guys the garbage ones but you know they do have uh, a t-rex live 450 plus ready to fly which is out of stock and then they have they have these two helis, which are quite funny, um, because I didn't know they still made these helis. <laughs> uh, I don't think they do. I just pulled it up too. I see what yeah. you're talking. Yeah, so we got a Curtis Youngblood <laughs> Rave 90 uh, Fly Bar <laughs> Nitro Heli, and then we have the the Rave 90 Fly Barless Heli, which they see they say they have it in stock for 629. Oh but, wow! Uh, I didn't even know Curtis Youngblood still had kits out there. Uh, for sale so i can tell you down the road we're going to talk to people that don't even know who curtis youngblood is probably as the um, younger generation comes up i mean ethan was talking about 2004 um like it was a long long time ago and in his life it was but i was like shaking my head oh my god <laughs> yeah so 2004 let's see i started a new job my second job in it doing a big massive rollout for st vincent catholic medical center hospital it was a Windows XP rollout. 
So <laughs> <laughs> just to date it, I guess. Damn, um, you remember all that? Yeah, yeah. It was like 2003, 2004. It was like a, a, a year, year and a half contract. Um, I guess I'm feeling the effects of alcohol killing brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> Why, you don't remember 2004? <laughs> well, I don't remember what operating system I was doing or. or Why? Well, the only reason I remember that is because it was specifically like I was hired specifically with a team to do the rollout, replace every single computer from NT40 to XP. So. Or is it XP to 2000? No, it was Windows 2000. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry, Kevin. I don't remember 2004 either. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. But you don't remember it because you were little. I don't remember it because I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) I was working for a local alarm guy and who claimed for four years he was going to get me a van. I don't know what it is about work and... I could just get walked over all the time. Anyways, let's not get into that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's move on to what's next for you in the hobby. We have nothing written here. Yeah. Are you going to be able to fly this weekend? Yeah. What day are you going to go? I think Saturday's was the rain. Yeah. And I have a bunch of stuff I have to do. So, and it's outside stuff. So hopefully I can squeeze it in before the rain on Saturday. Yeah. So I'm thinking Sunday, you know, kind of do what I did, what we did last week. Nice. Oh, I got to mention that I will be ordering parts for my Sequoia that's back together. I pulled the motor out, and the motor's Mm -hmm. this cheesy, like, BL-10 that you can find no specs on. I think I went through this once before when I talked about making the one that you gave me a 4S version. And what I think I'm going to do is make that one a 4S version also. Nice. And keep it banged up and just fly the crap out of it. Yep. There you go. I mean, the Forest of Motors should probably be able to handle it, no? But but with that model, what do you think that size? I, I, I took my, you know, I, I measured it, and I went online and checked a few. Um, It's like a, a, a 15 equivalent is what I'm finding. Yeah. So I think I'm going to do that, and, you know, I want to get something that can handle 4S. Well, think about the BL-10. Is, um, it's a 1250 kV motor, right? Yeah, and the props are 12 by 4. So yeah. um, I want to get something lower kv but i gotta get something that can handle 4s i mean there's no point in getting something i don't, I don't want to go back to 3s you don't have to drop it like to a thousand or 900 something kv yeah yeah i think i found something on altitude for like 25 bucks so i think i'm gonna go with that man and the, mm-hmm. the the esc that's in there is the 40 amp esc but i don't like the little on off switch they got for that thing so i might replace well i don't that, think that so. that esc is rated for 4s at all it is actually is it yeah, on the side it says two to six S. No. Yeah. Really? Yep. Wow. Okay. I was, I was just as shocked as you are. Wow. When I pulled it, I out. stand corrected because I don't know. That's why I replaced the SC. Oh, the other reason is because um, when I had that plane, um, what did I have? It was like a weird brown out, or yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to fly away. Um, it didn't. It hated me that much. It just wanted to keep keep going away from me. Uh, but. Yeah, it was, um, you know, I, I sent it into, I sent the ESC and the AR636 to Horizon and they sent me a new one. Um, but I never oh, put that right. ESC back in because I went with a regular RX and then went with the, um, what did I get, some Turner G40 or 60 amp or something like that. Yeah. But cool. Yeah, so I'll probably do something like that. Mm-hmm. Look around for some parts and, and get that ready because I really want to try this on 4S, man. 
Yeah. That plane is so great, man. And you know what I think its downfall was, was I've had guys come up to me twice now, and one was just recently, Ricky from our club came up, and he said, you know, I got that same exact plane, and it scared the crap out of me one day where I took off, and I couldn't get the elevator. It just kept flying away. And I said, it's your flap switch. I said, we went through that Mm -hmm. with Steve's. And, uh, you know, Steve tried to inhibit it and you, you still, it, it's still, you can't, it still responds to that, even though it's inhibited. You can turn the flaps, inhibit it, and it still reacts to it. It's still just, you see it, like you have no elevator control, like it just locks yeah. it. Your rudder, everything just kind of locks you out. It's, I think, in, in my opinion, it's a bug in their receiver, in the firmware. And I don't like that one mode where you take your hands off. I mean, and, and it writes itself after two seconds. I think that's, that was a waste. But other than that, man, that plane is, yeah, I mean, t- dude, I've been flying that like crazy, man. Really enjoy that plane. And so what I told yeah. Ricky, what I do is I, I run up the, I, I just bump the throttle while it's on the ground. And if I see the elevator drop down, then I know I'm in that mode. You know, I'll click it and then I'll usually pick up the tail just to make sure I'm, I'm not in that. Yeah. So I've had that happen to me twice where I've flown it and it's just flying away. And the first time I was, I was, I was like, oh, there it goes. There, I, there was mm-hmm. nobody. I think you were there, but I wasn't turning around and yelling, help, help, help back then. Um, we were <laughs> at Green Pond. I don't even know if you were yeah. there. And it just, it just kept flying. And I was like, crap, man, it's just going away and I can't do anything. And then I remembered I, I started flicking stuff and I hit that one and I was able to turn it around. Yeah. I think, um, I, I either was there or I left or maybe it was before I came, but I remember you talking to me about it. Yeah. Uh-oh. So I'm going to, I'm going to work on that, dude. Probably order parts for the nitro. And eventually, I still want to rip off. Well, I think I do have the 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 V bar receiver off of the uh, the Neo off of the three eighty, and I want to put it on the two eighty five. I I always keep talking about this two eighty five. You know what? The weekend gets upon me real quick, and I I'm like, all right, just grab two fifty five and six ninety, and let's go to the field. You know? Yep. yep. But I got, I got to get that going because I just put a lot of uh, a lot of parts on it, <laughs> a lot of blink. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. yeah, do it. I mean, once you get the wiring plugged in, it's, it's a five minute job. You don't even have to set it up, do it at the field. It's fine. Oh, you know what's holding me back? I got to order that damn hobby wing ESC because I want it to be identical to 255. So I really want to see the difference if there's any, you know, because everybody, I get a lot of questions on that too. You know, like, do you see a difference between the sizes and probably won't, but I want to just see, you don't, you know, I did with the three bladed head. Yeah. It's the same thing. You're going to, it's going to float a little bit more. And just have a bigger disc. It's it, it flies a little bit floatier and better disc loading. That's it. Visually, it looks all the same in the sky. I'm loving the 255, man. I just I'm doing the exact same stuff with the 690, and I'm just I'm loving that heli, man. I'm just banging the crap out of that thing. Mm-hmm. So much fun. It oh is. yeah, yeah. So what are you gonna be up to, Steve? Uh, let's see. I'm gonna continue working on the scale heli and kind of get that a little more put together get to a point where i can um i am going to take some of it apart because i want to relocate the rx pack and the bc the little line two and one or whatever it's called the bc that comes with and chop the t-rex 700 like this plastic piece that kind of sticks out like a nose where you mount all your receiver pack bc switches whatever all the stuff you want and and the fly brawlers actually goes on that but what i would do is i want to take it and just dremel cut it flat and move all that stuff to like towards the back of the heli or somewhere else in the heli fuse fuselage, so that the front I can put something to block off the cockpit. And once I get that blocked off, then you know 
I can either fabricate something or, or just stick a couple, you know, G.I. Joe figures in there somehow. Um, give it a little more uh, scale look with some characters in there. So that should be fun. Uh, besides that, I'm, I really got to concentrate on the Vigan. And I got to get my mini comet back in the air because that thing's been down for uh, over a month now. So I need to get a set of servos for that. And I am in the process of getting ready for a new heli, which I know I spoke about a little bit on, on last week's. But uh, um, I got a motor coming in for me. So thank um, Mark Bishop. He got me... Um, the S no uh, X Nova Tarek uh, nine thirty KV thirty two eighteen or sixteen or whatever that motor is the one for the Goblin three eighty basically. Nice. So, um, you know, when I stole my Goblin four twenty, I should have kept the motor, and I did it. So, kind of like my loss there. So now I have to buy another one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So I can't wait for this new project to come. I'm I'm still waiting. It's kind of i don't know i need to get it it's a big big secret yeah i mean i'm sure people kind of can figure out what secret is uh but i don't know off the air i'm I'm sure ethan can figure it out uh let's see that actually um i think that's gonna probably wrap up my week i I mean i'm gonna try to work on the vegan for sure so that's i'm gonna try to work on that more than anything else just because i want to get that flying um yeah Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, what about you, Ethan? I mean, probably just getting through school this week. Uh, you know, once this weekend, so I'll have, you know, all week next week because of Thanksgiving to just kind of relax. I'll probably, I'll try to get uh, get a few days up at the field, you know, get some packs in on the helicopters or fly some planes. Or, you know, hopefully it's, you know, the weather cooperates. It's not super cold or anything. So what's so cold probably, down there? Um... What do you consider cold? I, mean, I think this weekend it's supposed to be like 40. I mean, that's tolerable. Mm-hmm. But you know, once it gets to like, you know, mid 30s, it's whatever. Yeah, it gets a freezing. You know. Dude, you're saying down there, it's like the equivalent of like Washington for us. Maybe a little more south, like Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, it's probably like Virginia. Virginia is a little bit warmer, though. No? Yeah, I guess a little bit. Yeah. And plus, I don't know, like, I mean, is it windy by you? I mean, Kentucky weather, one day it's super windy, and the next it's so calm. It's hard to tell. Sometimes it is windy. I'd say on average it's about 5 to 10 miles an hour. That's not bad. So that's not bad, but, like, yeah, when it gets really windy and cold, it's it's just like, oh, man, it's hard. Kentucky's a little mountainous, isn't it? The Appalachian Trail goes through Kentucky a little bit? Or is Um, it flat? Uh, where we are, we're kind of up more north, or we're like really north. We're pretty, oh, okay. yeah, it's pretty flat up there. But once you start, you know, kind of driving more south, it'll, you know, it gets pretty hilly and stuff. Okay, nice. But yeah, so that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Nice. That's awesome. Okay, I guess uh, let's do a wrap up. All right, man. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Okay, Facebook likes. We are at seven hundred four plus one this week. Good because you don't you don't have the voice to read off a bunch <laughs> of names, dude. I know. I, I'm I'm gonna struggle during the outro. It's gonna be pretty hilarious, I think. <laughs> uh, so we have Chris, Eyes, Bays, Bye, S, Bays. All right. B A E S. B A E S. Yes. Bays, Bye, Bays. 
Space. I don't know. <laughs> okay, Facebook comments. What do we got? All right, Facebook comments. I have a bunch of comments, or we have a bunch of comments from your post. Oh my God, we've hit episode 100. And I just want to read them off because uh, the guys were really nice and really cool about uh, showing their appreciation for us hitting episode 100, man. So I'm going to go through them real quick. All right. Brad Sampson said, way to go, guys. Your dedication is really something to be talked about. You guys rock. Uh, Andrew Snyder, our buddy Andrew, he said, congrats, guys. Keep it up. Bob Brixus said, way to go, guys. Gives my ears their weekly RC Heli fix. Great show. Mark Jensen said, love the show. Ever since RCHM went off the air, you guys are my go-to Heli podcast fix thanks for everything you do and congratulations on episode 100 awesome thank artistic you. license <laughs> artistic license said congrats guys show's awesome russell bear said congrats fellas gina tucker our buddy gina uh she said in my best pinion voice yes <laughs> Woohoo! 100 episodes and going strong i'm looking forward to hearing 100 more great job guys awesome thanks Wesley D. Pennybacker said, great. Congrats, guys. Brent Gottlieber. I think that's how you pronounce that. He uh-huh. said, congrats, guys. Mike Finley. He cracks me up. He says, overachievers. And, uh, <laughs> and then says, congrats, guys. Keep it up. Uh, Ed Johnson from, and Mike's from the FT community cast. Ed Johnson's from the RC Heli Hooligans uh-huh. podcast. And he said, great job reaching podcast 100. You guys have been awesome. Helps me keep my sanity when fighting New York City traffic. I know that well, Ed. Uh, although Fred and his plane talk makes me want to drive into the Hudson River sometimes. <laughs> Just kidding, Fred. Us hella guys don't mind hearing a good plane story. Awesome. And then, uh, and then somebody posted a picture of a Jeep boat whipping across the water. Yeah, that's Fred. Uh, holy crap, there's a couple more here. Yeah. Um, our buddy Mark Ritchie from Australia said many congrats and well done. Love the show's every week and i'm looking forward to enjoying episode 100 great work guys jindrick bulick said congratulations we are looking forward to another 100 of them been listening since episode one oh, so nice. thanks man uh jim ardner said appreciate what you guys are producing i've been enjoying rc podcasts for a long time i'm glad to hear you guys are going strong that was something i, I kind of got messaged a lot um was your comment about like you you bring it up you know we're at 100 and you you felt we were still going strong and i felt the same way mm-hmm. um andrea woodvine posted a little uh cartoon person <laughs> opening a bottle of champagne or something there it's like one of those fun poppers or whatever you know the party poppers yeah um that's funny Tom- <laughs> it's funny an old guy trying to describe uh, like a meme or whatever this picture is this gift. old guy who me <laughs> you it's a little artist interpretation of <laughs> okay herself and oh boy oh boy okay yeah it's like kids react to metallica yeah it's like the old guy trying to <laughs> describe a freaking meme um <laughs> tom crook said thank you uh, Jason Johnson said, great job, guys. Look forward to your podcast every week. You guys are an inspiration. Mm-hmm. Our buddy Dave Crawford said, thanks for a 100 mostly awesome podcasts. 
<laughs> you guys are average Joe's sharing your passion for the hobby and it's contagious. It's just too bad you can't hear me talking back to you each week. Please keep doing it. I like what you're doing. And I think Fred said something. Yeah, right? Fred replied, careful. I think all of my quote talking back to the radio is what landed me a spot on the podcast. And then you yep. did a little laugh and I did a little laugh out loud too. And then uh, David responded, Fred Provost, oh, I'm on the podcast each week, but I'm the only one who knows it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Freaking Dave. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, Nick Johnson said, never heard an episode, will now. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Thanks, Nick. Uh, But no, we really appreciate you guys taking the time to Mm -hmm. write us a little message, man. And we, we love doing this stuff, man. And we're glad you guys enjoy it and you guys are the reason we do it yeah yeah um, say that as a listener you guys just so much fun listening to you guys i think like i started listening to your podcast i think it was uh whenever uh flight fest 2016 that episode came out mm-hmm. i think that was like the mid 20s or 30s and i've listened to every one since i just love it oh nice nice thanks man yeah oh no problem thanks for, you know doing what you guys do Awesome. Okay. Um, website comments? Website comments. Well, if you thought that reading of that was long, Javier wrote us. And uh, I'm only joking, Javier, and he knows it um, because he always ends his emails with he's going back to the biblical proportion emails. Um, <laughs> but he, he sent us a great email, and it kind of went through the highlights of, of episode of the highlights of one through 100 as he saw it yeah and, uh, and he was more keen to it than we were <laughs> yeah i mean he i'll just blast through him real quick sure. uh you know he said i'm looking back to episode three your new year's resolutions let's fly a heli your first heli oriented episode with chris was awesome and he said mm-hmm. that that was episode six heli's rule yeah how about the, uh, the goblin 380 and my blade 360 cfx crash yeah, you know when I when I tore through, I tore through uh, Anthony's Goblin three eighty and ripped the cut the boom right in half mid flight. I thought we did talk about that a little bit. No, no, I guess no, we not, didn't. Huh? Uh, that was a pretty epic crash, I would say, like mid air yeah. epic crash because we. I don't think we've had many mid airs. It's you know I've dumb thumbed or you know rescue failed or help 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 you know other things, but never like uh, a mid air like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. No. That's pretty crazy. Uh, he said he he kept looking for the Kyle Stacy episode, yeah, and it was episode seventeen, which is entitled uh, "Love the Smell of Nitro in the Morning Part 2. Yeah, so that was a little uh, hidden episode, I, I guess we could say. Um, yeah, which is one reason why I was going to do like a recap show and and play that whole interview because I don't know if a lot of people know where it is or mm-hmm. you know knew that, but who knows? We'll see what happens. Sure, sure. I mean, if anything, I'm going to actually reach out to Kyle and try to get him back on the show. Yeah, that'd be to cool. To do, you know, an official episode. and not, not Yeah. Because that was the time where the Goblin um, Black Nitro came out. So right. we wanted to get Kyle on the show to talk about that because he was Mr. SAB. You know, he was he was a, a factory pilot for SAB. So. But, you know, I want to now get him on the show and obviously talk about kind of. Yeah, what's going yeah, on with him now? I think it'd up, be right? great. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So. That should be cool. So then he said, uh, "Episode twenty-one was rebuilding helis, and that's where he post. That's where you posted the video of your Black Thunder rebuild, mm-hmm. and he was he was impressed. He'd been flying that for a while. 
he pointed out a few episodes that we had, you know, and some numbers of downloads and stuff like that. And one that caught my eye was another one of his favorites was a massive count um, of downloads, as he put it, with Nick Len, episode 59, um, 1,600 downloads, man. That's, yep. That is pretty amazing. That was the uh, Governor yes. series with Nick, yeah, the Governor episode with Nick, yep. Yeah, that that was very informative. I mean, Dan K. Reed episode too. That was over a thousand downloads. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he noticed that right after our crossover with Flight Test Community Cast, after Flight Fest, um, we started to ramp up some uh, some episode counts, and mm-hmm. and so did I, I'm I'm assuming so did the Community Cast man. Mm-hmm. He's a big favorite of the Synergy episode. 64 yep. with Matt Namey and the yep. 79 with Burt Kammer. And mm-hmm. uh, he, he pointed out that help, help, help was 74 and feels like uh, it was like yesterday, but it's six months old. <laughs> wow. And uh, he just made a comment that the podcast has grown as much as the flying. And it's it's cool. It's cool when you think about it like that, you know, because we, we did kind of start out as flight test fanboys, mm-hmm. you know, went from there, really. Yeah, yeah, basically, right? So we, we went from flight tests and then kind of started branching on to other aspects of the hobby. We did the quad stuff a little bit, which yeah. never really stuck with us. Um, but, but then, you know, not the helicopters. With us, but with the guests we've had, like... Scott Zimmerman? Yeah, mm-hmm. from Air Bears, yep. Yep, yep. good to have him on the show. Even just like, you know, Anthony, right? Like, he was all helicopters, gun-ho, and then he moved over to... Uh, the quad side and he's doing really well with the quad like especially the racing stuff you know and chris too is branching out with his own business that's quads yeah yeah chris yeah doing the aerial photography stuff for sure um and we had that local guy from jersey that we knew christian right mm -hmm. christian lauren yeah that had his own uh yeah yeah he's been doing that for several years now think about it but thanks javier for the email Mm -hmm. thank you very much he did say, uh, guys, really hoping to keep listening to you for at least uh, episode 200. So we shall see where we are there. Yeah, we hope to, too. Oh, we have some news and announcements. Oh, I don't know. We can announce it later. We have news and announcements? Well, how much later, dude? <laughs> a couple Ethan, more episodes. Ethan's got to go to school tomorrow. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk a couple episodes later on. Okay. okay. <laughs> People of Podbean. People of Podbean. Uh we got a couple comments on Podbean. Red Fox B09 started following us. Uh Jeffrey Wilson 1204 started following us. Bill FB. Hmm. Wonder who that is. Bill Ann, I don't know. Maybe. He, he liked episode 92 Kevin and Planks. Mike Welch liked episode 100. Oh my god, we've hit 100 episode. Uh Totus Coil liked episode 1. Three, nine, and seventeen. Uh, for a second, I was like, "Was he liking all prime numbers or something?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Awesome. Thanks, Javier. Thanks, Javier. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, uh, iTunes review. iTunes reviews. Now I know I opened iTunes, but let me see if there's any reviews. Okay, no, there are no new iTunes reviews. But thanks to everyone who has left us an iTunes review. Since December 24th, 2015. That was our first one. December 4th, huh? December 24th. So Christmas Eve, we got an early Christmas present. Let's see. Fun fact. Our 100th episode 
wasn't actually our hundredth episode. No, I know. Mm. But well, does our listeners know? But it was a hundred. It was the num- number one hundred. Yes, the number one hundred. But it wasn't actually the hundredth episode. I wonder if how many listeners know know that or caught that. I didn't know. That. That's just like saying, you know, your first year on the planet, you're not you're you're not really there a year. When a kid is a year old, he's not really a year old. What do you right? mean? Well, you're born, and then a year later, you're a year old. What do you mean? Oh, I thought it was the, I thought it was two. I don't know why. <laughs> Wait, why so say you that? say you're not fifty? You're forty. So what am I? Forty nine? <laughs> right? Oh crap! I love it. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Shit. Well, good thing you're not Korean. Koreans uh, count the first nine months in the womb as being a year. So technically, <laughs> if you're Korean, you'd be fifty-one, and I'd be thirty-nine. Wow, man. Yeah, it's weird. Um, okay. Yeah, so we did have an episode zero. Yeah, the first episode was episode double O. Which was funny. Was it about 32 minutes long? And I edited it that night. Mm-hmm. And it it was 32 minutes long, but it took still took three hours to edit. <laughs> well, it was your first time, so, you yeah. Know. But I was so excited to edit it. Yeah. That was awesome. That was the start. That was so. it. Yep. So let's, I guess, we'll run through the outro. All right. You going to be able to make it? I'm going to try, and it's going to be freaking funny as hell. All right. So, Ethan, uh, I guess uh, if someone has some questions about some Twisted Hobbies, planes, or or other things, uh, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, You can reach me at rcgroups.com. It's just under my name. Uh, That's my username. But uh, you can also hit me up on Flying Giants. Uh, The username is the same, too. It's just my name. Yeah, just either post on the forums or send me a message. All right, cool. Uh, this is gonna be uh, <laughs> this is gonna be interesting. I think I'm gonna lose my voice, or it's gonna crack like a thousand times as I try to spitfire this uh, this outro here. Let me take a little sip of water first. All right, Peter Brady. Whenever you're ready, drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at free4rc at gmail dot com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free4rc podcast. Check out our webpage, freefarcypodcast.com. <laughs> Say hi to Chris Ryburn. <laughs> hi, Chris. Uh, let Chris know if you want to add anything, because I know we're sure <laughs> haven't done any of that. <laughs> Let's see. Flight Test Forums, Off the Field, Audio and Video Production, Other Than Flight Test Podcast, Free for RC Podcast, sitting next to the FT Community Cast. Hey, Patch Mike. RCHeliHangouts.com forums under RC Heli Hangouts main section, Podcast Corner. And free for RC podcast sitting next to the RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Hey, Walton, Ed. Hooligans. The Hooligans. Hooligans. All right. <laughs> Want to thank you, Ethan, for taking the time to come on the show. Um, yeah, thanks, no Ethan. Problem. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. And uh, hopefully we'll see you at the next Fun Fly real soon. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and definitely this year, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to speak for Kevin, but. This year, Urcha is like, or sorry, 2018. Urcha's um, on the books for me. I got it. I'm gonna make it. You, you guys know, need to come down to Donal. Uh, I'd like to. That's a that's another one I'd love to go to. Yeah, uh, probably my all time favorite. When is Donal again? Is is that in May? He said. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, late May. I think this year it's. I can tell you the exact dates. It is May 12th. Through the 19th. 
Yeah, I was talking to Chris Diamani, and I was trying to get him to come down there. Maybe if he uh, he comes down, you guys come down, we can get some of the helicopter guys down there. Yeah. I think yeah. it was this year, it was me and uh, one of my friends, AJ. We were like the only helicopter guys down at the 3D line. Wow. But yeah, it was a blast, though. Definitely. So do they have a separate line or separate flight? Uh, we usually camp down at the 3D area, which is in the very back. Whereas the helicopter area, it's in the very front. But what, uh, what's super fun is uh, we get these uh, construction lights, basically. They're almost like floodlights. And at night, we light them up. It's kind of like flight fest, but, you know, a lot more lights. And really? uh, the airplane guys, after, I think it's 10 o'clock is like whenever all the gas stuff shuts down. Mm-hmm. Like you can't fly gas planes. Uh, and then that's whenever the foamies and stuff come out under the lights. But, uh, yeah, like I said, me and my friend AJ and also uh, Jordan and his buddy Thomas that came down, we were all flying like our Oxy-3s and even our 700s and stuff under the lights. And the 3D guy, like the airplane guys got a kick out of it. Nice. It was a blast. Yeah, it was, so much, it was so much fun. You guys would love it down there. It's so laid back. It's nice. That's it's awesome. Yeah. That's about an 11, 12-hour ride for us. I would probably oh, yeah. just fly. That's yeah. about a two-hour flight. I, yeah, yeah two-hour flight. You can come down there with no planes or anything. and I mean, it's a week long. You can either build something down there or buy you know, something used. And mm. oh, it's a blast. I would like yeah, to check we, it out. We, I definitely want to check it out. I do want to fly too. I, you know, a lot of these events. It's great to, especially if it's that long. It's, I can't. You know, it's great to talk to folks and and get to know people. But I also want to do some flying. Um, yeah. 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 Here, I think so. Most yeah. Of the time during the day is whenever I kind of talk and hang out with everybody, and we just kind of mess around. Nights really, whenever I start flying. I usually kind of don't fly until night under the lights and stuff. That's my favorite kind of flying. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you guys rent a golf cart while you're down there or no? We do sometimes. Uh, I'd recommend some, you know, some way of transportation. But usually, if we're driving down there, it's to pick something up, or we're, you know, traveling to the heli line like in the daytime. Mm-hmm. Uh, planes and stuff are at the 3D line. You know, I don't want to bother them. But uh, usually, we just take the car. Okay. Definitely. You'll want to have some in the transportation because it's it's, it's right. a big area. yeah All right. nice but you, cool stuff there. Well, if Kevin wants to go, I'll go. I want to go. It's whether I can go. Well, if Kevin can go, then I'll go. go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's May twelfth, nineteenth. It's um. I mean, you know, if we plan for it now, I don't, I don't see why we can't. I got plenty of vacation days and. I actually have six weeks of sabbatical. I can take some time, anytime really. Oh my I just God, have to. Dude. I have to plan it, and um, maybe I'll plan it around this time. Maybe I'll plan it around Urcha, you know, so I don't actually have to take, uh, physically take days off, you know, use my time off like that. What the hell am I doing wrong? I've been with this company over four years. I got three freaking. I got two weeks vacation still, and and five PTO days. Everybody else has got like a million days off. My wife is always telling me how she's got five weeks vacation. Yeah. You get five weeks. You were just off six months. You got all these. What the hell? So I I get I I get five weeks vacation, 25 days. I I get two floating holidays. You know what I get? I get. (laughs) Wait, wait, I'm not done yet. (laughs) And and I get (laughs) unlimited sick days. 
unlimited. I get Arjuna when anybody <laughs> says unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> and five years, I get six months sabbatical, six weeks sabbatical, and then ten years, I get um, I get three months off. Oh boy, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I gotta, I gotta go take tums, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. oh boy oh boy okay so thanks uh thanks again ethan for taking the time coming on the show it's no awesome thanks yeah for having uh, me. you know it's yeah. definitely good to talk to you again it's been a while since uh flight fest yeah uh we'll we'll post that uh video of you flying the quad um let me know okay. when you get that link on youtube and then we'll post yeah, that too yeah awesome it says right so about an hour close to okay. two hours remaining that might be a little bit sure sure um thanks to our listeners we are now at over 100 episodes, and we will continue this strong. So, thank you. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye-bye. As long as Steve's voice holds out. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't, <laughs> didn't talk like this. <laughs> I was I was shocked you didn't ask me to do the rundown at the end. Uh, do you want to do the rundown? I could have You could do it all over. No, no, no. We'll do it all over. All right, let's get started here. Okay. Welcome to another... Oh, my God, my voice. (laughs) (laughs) We got some bloopers this week. Excuse me. Let me me clear another episode. I think I'm going to lose my voice halfway through this episode. All right. Crap, man. I thought I was... You know, there's always one thing I forget. You might as well get that iTunes queued up, too. Well, iTunes has been queued up, but... Let me open this up, Podbean. Damn. Always forget something. It's like in the morning. Brush my teeth? Yes. Put on my shoes? Yes. Forgot to take my pills. Yep, I'm old. Uh, thought you were going to say, uh, brush your teeth? Yes. Uh, put on my shoes? Yes. Forgot my pants. <laughs> forgot my pants. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Uh, Podbean. Podbean. Podbean.